0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we're going to be talking about how doing stuff can be avoided if you have more sex. And obviously this is a bit tongue in cheek, but um, many, many women tell me how completely overwhelmed and busy they are and stressed out and their husband does not help enough. And I will tell you that there is a really good way to get him to help more if he is an emotionally healthy person. And we will get to the people that this would work for and the people that it wouldn't work for. Now, uh, before that, please do subscribe. My most recent subscriber episode was on how unconditionally loving your partner, especially a man loving his wife, can provide deeper meaning and fulfillment, especially in the post-baby years and what that looks like and how I see that work for many healthy couples. Because as I have said repeatedly, uh, women love the kids. That's their priority and they love the guy too, but it's not the same. And a lot of marriages go the best when the guy loves the woman as much as the woman loves the kids. Not that she doesn't love him. So if you are using this to, you know, excuse a completely sexless, loveless, cold marriage, that is not the intent, obviously. Um... And, you know, to that end, obviously, anybody can argue with anything, as you know, if you follow me on social media and you look at the comments, but these uh, podcasts are designed to open up a different way of thinking, possibly that you've not thought of. Take from it what you can. Certainly, there is never any need to get upset. If you find yourself somebody who gets upset by social media, then that would be something to work on with a therapist uh, because you're obviously being triggered and it would be worthy to explore why right? if you get triggered by social media, imagine how you get triggered by people in your real life. Okay. So, um, anywho, so what are the sorts of things that women complain that guys don't do? They say they don't do exactly half of the division of labor. Um, that obviously I have discussed ads ad nauseum. I discussed the fair play podcast. That was a pretty funny one. What I thought of that book. So you could go back and read it. um, Of course, you know, you see, it doesn't really work when the woman comes up with all of the things that have to be done and then gives him half because, you know, he doesn't agree that those things all need to be done, right? So, I mean, that doesn't make any sense, you know, but uh, at some point, the pendulum will swing back the other way. But either way, let's say you have a million things that you want him to do, and so, Uh, you also feel that you are doing a million things and for some reason he just doesn't do his million with as much, you know, assiduous care and enthusiasm uh, as you would like. Well, what would be a way to first think about this? Well, is he getting his needs met would be kind of a way that you would think about it. So let's say if it was your child, right? Your child is in English class and, and the English teacher says that your child doesn't do anything right, that your child seems unhappy and miserable. Well, generally, you would think if you are a parent of today's day and age, you would think, well, what is happening to my child? You wouldn't think, damn, my child's being an asshole. (laughs) You would instead think, Perhaps my child is too gifted for this class. Perhaps my child has dyslexia and can't understand what the hell is going on in this class. Perhaps there is something, uh, perhaps my child's vision. Perhaps my child cannot see the board. Perhaps in some way my child is very unhappy in this class. Maybe the teacher is a problem. Maybe my child is getting bullied in this class. Whatever the case may be. Uh, maybe my child needs to be in a in a different uh, school, you know, I mean, there's there's a million a million variables that you would think about for your child, but for your husband, it's really just why is he such a lazy asshole? Um, this sucks. I should have married my high school boyfriend, right? And so that should not really be where this goes to. <laughs> that that is not a very open minded and helpful stance in your marriage. So instead, you could think, um, I'm asking my husband to do all of these things. He does do some of them. He doesn't do others of them, uh, generally. And now I I will, of course, get to the guy that does absolutely nothing and still gets laid all the time. And there are many guys like that, but not as many as in this category I'm discussing first of guys who are doing some things. They're not doing some other things. And um, but they are like literally uh, barely ever getting their needs met. So if it was your child, you would see that quick. You know, you would say my child is not getting their needs met. They're not learning in the way they need to learn. The teacher is not, uh, you know, taking their whatever into account uh, their learning disability or their learning style or their learning preference or their learning wish <laughs> or whatever. And um, but with your husband, you don't say anything like, hmm, maybe this would go better if like he got laid ever, you know, and so uh, or if he got laid more than every other week or whatever the case may be, because that's his primary love language. And to him, that's what being married really means to you. It means that you split a million things down the middle And to him, it means we have an intimate and physically and emotionally intimate uh, life. And as I've discussed so many times, I rarely, rarely see very low intimacy, low sex marriages that have other forms of intimacy. Very rarely. In those cases, it's, it's something different. It's like she went through menopause and her vagina literally hurts. So they do not have sex that much, but they still cuddle a lot. Like there's stuff like that. You know, like, and they used to have a lot of sex, like that, that sort of couple I see. I do not, however, frequently see the couple where they are cuddly and kissy and she's very nice and loving to him and very sweet, but they just never, ever have sex. Or it's just every other week or something. I don't see that a lot. Why don't I see that a lot? Because intimacy is intimacy. You know, I mean, it, it's it's like kind of one construct. It's like how I always talk about how can you love your baby if you don't cuddle your baby, if you don't hug them, if you don't feed them, if you don't hold them. You can't. You can't really love your baby if you don't hold your baby. There's there's not a no-touch way to parent a baby. There's not a no-touch way to parent a small child, really. There's, there's not even really a no-touch way to really be a teacher of a small child, because if you go into preschools and stuff, there's lots of high fives and hugs and, you know, like... Uh, pats on the back and stuff like that at least there were when my kids were were in school and um, that's because for somebody with a touch love language which is most little kids and most guys and many women there is no way to be loving if you recoil from somebody's touch there's not a different way I don't see people who are like smothering their husband with loads of compliments and but they just won't touch him like that's just nothing that I see and um So the point is, is in the situations where I see that men do a lot of stuff, like a lot, a lot of stuff and stuff for the woman too, you know, like they get up early with the kids and they let her sleep and they do all these things around the house and they're just so involved in addition to being a primary breadwinner. um, They're happy. They're happy people who have a lot of energy to do all of those things. And a large reason that they're happy is that they're getting their needs met and their needs are frequently physical intimacy and physical closeness. So a really easy way to get out of doing even your half of the chores is to have more physical intimacy because then you have a happy partner, you know, and if you ask your partner, um, let's say to, I don't know, uh, Do a lot of stupid shit leading up to a holiday, right? Stuff that he thinks is ridiculous because objectively it may be ridiculous. So he has to dust the baseboards or he has to go through the cabinets and he has to get special food for every single guest that's coming and it has to be on this certain timeline and you can't do it because you are doing other things like Pinterest decorations and it just has to go one way, your specific way. And I'll get to that in a sec. And uh, you don't know why he is not, you know, chomping at the bit to do all this shit think about whether or not you interact in a way that he finds loving. If he doesn't, why the hell would he do any of it? I mean, would you? Would you do a bunch of stupid shit you didn't want to do for somebody that you felt didn't really love you? Probably not, unless you were getting paid, you know, and that was your job. And in that case, you would bitch and moan about your boss, but at least you would get a paycheck. So um, what about the guys that get laid all the time and they still don't do anything? There are such guys. They are assholes. (laughs) I mean, they are they are kind of more avoidant attachment guys, maybe not assholes. Maybe they are assholes. Who knows? But those are guys who are really used to getting their needs met. That's how they were raised. They were raised to either see their father get a lot of sex and do nothing. And you could tell when you're a kid, you know, if your parents have a physically affectionate relationship or not um or they themselves had to do nothing because their mother or their father mostly their mother waited on them hand and foot so they just basically do nothing and they expect sex also there are guys like that i don't see a lot of them if you are with one of them and you are doing everything in addition to having sex with him then you're in a different situation and listen to one of my other podcasts like um the uh, why women well, post why women who do all the housework don't want sex or a podcast there's no way to be a loving husband without doing chores So obviously the guy's got to do chores, obviously. But if you want him to do also your chores and to do everything pretty much, and a lot of women do actually want this. They want to sit on their phone and they want to do macro level parenting stuff like possibly researching summer camps for next year while the guy does a lot of physical shit around the house. And that is reality. And if you want that situation, which could be yours, then be a loving and affectionate spouse. That's how to get it. Because every you get more flies with honey than with vinegar. And if you want somebody to be doing a whole bunch of shit and you have a bunch of girlfriends who are always going on girls' nights and getting their nails done and sleeping in and doing all sorts of stuff and they're really not really on the ball with the chores because the husband takes care of that stuff, I will bet you a lot of money that those guys are getting laid. And they are in a happy, loving relationship, in which case they will do a truly astonishing amount of shit. And I have this in lots of my posts uh, from... You know, from even up to like 10 years ago, this was like a basic thing that I would talk about repeatedly when I was younger and my clients were younger and more in the thick of the parenting of young kids where it's so physical and feels like so much drudgery and you feel like you just cannot do another physical thing. Um, A lot of women are very exhausted, and a lot of men don't understand this level of exhaustion because they don't feel it, because they don't struggle with postpartum depression. They don't manifest depression in the same way, and women need more sleep, and women are literally nursing, pregnant, menstruating, so anyway, they're tired a lot. So if in those cases, many guys don't realize how doing more stuff, because the converse is true as well, doing more stuff can get you laid within a healthy relationship with a loving person. So in an ideal sense, the guy would be doing probably more of the physical labor around the house because he's stronger and she would be doing a lot of cuddling and hugging and kissing and sex, you know, and that would be a happy couple. And there are many happy couples like that. (laughs) And if you can't imagine that, then you probably grew up in a situation where one or both parents felt like a martyr and did not get enough love. And that is the only template available to you. Now, some guys say that they do all of this shit, including most of the housework. And I have a podcast on that called, Are There Really Guys Who Do Everything? And yes, there are. Um, And there are guys who do literally everything. So their wife is is depressed or she doesn't want to do it or she's kind of... um, too anxious to do things, or she's just unhappy, and it's basically almost a disability situation where she does kind of nothing. And couples don't, not actually a disability, but she feels very overwhelmed frequently. It's undiagnosed anxiety, undiagnosed depression. So, if we consider mental health issues to be a disability, then yes. Um, And so those guys do everything, but they don't frequently tell people because it's kind of embarrassing because the woman is supposed to, in theory, according to popular media, be the one who does stuff in the house. And of course, both humans that are strong and able people are supposed to do things in the house. And a situation where somebody isn't is usually a codependent dysfunctional situation, uh, whether it's either gender person that's refusing to do anything. But in these situations, what I'm saying is if you want to get out of, for example, Uh, your share, (laughs) your share of the stuff. So like you guys divide cooking, but you don't really want to cook all the time. Well, I will bet you anything that with uh, most men who are the higher libido partner, there's a real easy way for you to get out of your, your half of the stuff. It's basically saying I am too stressed out to have a sex life, which is probably true. If you feel that overwhelmed by cooking dinner and I'd like you to take over dinner. I feel like we will have more time for our uh, intimate life and for date nights and for fun. And don't say that if you're not going to do it, obviously. That would be cruel and, and stupid because he would catch on pretty quick. But if you actually want to see, there's this thing on TikTok now where uh, people talk about having a soft life, being a soft girl with a soft life. And I talked about this, I think, in my masculinity and femininity podcast if you want to have a softer life, meaning that you do less abhorrent drudgery, then uh, there's a good way to do that, you know? And it's called being in a loving relationship with a person who really, really wants to support you because they feel loved. And I I used to say this a lot in my earlier post, and that's why I, the line keeps coming back to me, but men will do a truly astonishing amount of shit for women that are that they're in love with. And the only way for them to feel in love is for them to be in an intimate, loving relationship. And I think this was even uh, in a guest post I had by a guy who wrote a guest post on what do men really want, which you could probably find on my website. So anyhow, the TLDR here and the summary statement here is that men will do a lot of stuff, more stuff than you know, if they feel loved and cared for. And most of the reason that they uh, say stuff like, I don't want to, you know, repaint that or do that or this or that, if they're a healthy guy, not a depressive guy, not a guy who says no to everything, because of course there's guys who this will not work with, and they are the guys who can get laid every single day, and they're still an asshole. And that is always rooted in family of origin stuff, as most things are, and that is a guy that this doesn't work with, and get to couples counseling, right? Right. But for most healthy people in healthy relationships, they will do more stuff they don't want to do to get more stuff that they really want for a person that they feel really loves them and that they really love. And no guy with a physical touch sex love language can feel really loved without physical touch or sex. That's the truth. Just like a baby can't feel like you love them if you just talk to them when they're upset or a toddler or a preschooler. Or many women, you know, like, I mean, if if your girlfriend was, if you're a woman and your girlfriend was crying because her mother died and you didn't give her a hug, you would kind of not be that nice. You know, she starts to cry in front of you and you don't even give her a hug. That's kind of fucked up, you know, and it's kind of the same thing (laughs) when you deny physical touch to a spouse. So if if you want to have somebody that is really kind of on his A game, doing a lot of shit for you around the house, and if you're a man, bring this up. You know, say, you know, I don't really feel like you love me. And you're right. I have been obstructive and I have been passive aggressive and I've been argumentative about things that I don't want to do. And there's a lot of things I don't want to do because our baseline levels for what we think of as clean and what we think of as required in a home are very, very different. And uh, I would be more willing to get outside my comfort zone and do a lot more stuff. But I don't feel like you love me, really. You know, and that really is the key issue. And it doesn't matter how many times a week we have sex. I don't feel like you love me because when I bring up our issues with physical intimacy, you're not interested, you're not invested, you don't engage. You know, you may not want to go to couples counseling when I bring it up and you don't tell me how things could be better. And so maybe we do have sex once a week for 10 minutes, but you know what? I, that, that's really not a marriage to me. And so that is truly why you are right. I am an asshole about the chores. I am. And I'd like not to be. And I'd like us to go to counseling to figure out how we could both feel loved in this marriage. That would be a good thing to say to your spouse. All right. I hope you guys found this useful and I'll talk to you all soon. Have a great day.